Earlier today, I got the chance to sit down with Corey Richardson. He's an author and an all-around smart Chicagoan. Xavier Pope is a lawyer. He's the host of the Suit Up podcast. He's a sports legal analyst. He's also a very smart uh, Chicagoan. We all had thoughts about the events that went down in Washington, D.C. yesterday. We're all still kind of reeling from the whole thing. I wanted to play you uh, just a, a bit of our conversation in this hour, another bit in the next hour, and you can hear the entire thing in just a little while on Vocalo.org. Here's part of my conversation with Xavier Pope and Corey Richardson. We have had an incredible day and night of national news, and I would be remiss if I didn't just give uh, you two just an opportunity to just kind of get your initial thoughts off your chest. Corey Richardson, what were you thinking as you watched the events in D.C. unfold yesterday? Historically, this has been building for a long time, but I think that this is the culmination of the election of the first black president. This is the, this is what they wanted to do the entire time Obama was in office, and this is now the culmination of that because they finally found someone who would be complicit in rooting them on to do something both this, 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 this violent and this stupid at the same time. Um, you know, I think that I'm angry primarily at Republicans because they know they're lying to these people. They know that there's the, the, they know that the outcome was going to be what it was going to be. And they told these folks that they could come to town, act a fool and potentially something else would happen. And the, the best way I can, I can analogize it and the whole idea that, we would just humor Trump and we would just humor his supporters. It's kind of like when, when my, 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 my older daughter was, was about five, we went to the American girl's st- store and we just let her hold a doll thinking that that would, we, if we just let her hold a doll while we walked around, she would be just fine. Well, now, you know, you can't just let a kid hold the doll. And once we got to the door, she lost her mind. And that's exactly what's happened. We, we humored these folks from the election by not forcing or not making a point to press Trump to concede and say, we're going to humor him. We're going to give him, you know, just some time to whatever. We walked him through the whole store, letting him hold that doll the whole time. And now we are at the door. We're at the checkout. And now he wants to act a fool. Right. And this is, this is, again, I wish I could, I could come at this with one straight train of thought, but it's just so stupid and so crazy from so many angles that it's, it's, it's hard to attack one without tripping on another one, yeah. you know? Yeah. Xavier, same question. What was going through your head watching this whole thing go down yesterday? There's a reason why you don't yell fire in a crowded theater and not, why that's not protected speech. Um, it's not because there, when there's not no, no fire that it actually exists. It's because when you yell fire in a crowded theater, people will run for their lives and people might get trampled. Um, we had Trump before Trump arrived in office, we had America yelling black man in the white house (laughs) for years. And what that would do to, um, a certain number of white Americans sense of personal personal security and a feeling of losing something from them, their own identity, um, some pride in something that really wasn't associated with freedom, but a sense of whatever that 
security and their own personal happiness that needed to be satisfied with the oppression of black people or the person, the neighbor that doesn't live next door or the black person that doesn't get the job above them or a Latino person or the gay person or the woman, whatever that was, that was being stoked and yelled to America. Um, it, it caused so it caused us to, you know, the 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 rancor that began in Washington and the, you know put, posting food stamps. It even had a, a magazine post a fist bump and crazy hair and militant outfits of was of Michelle Obama, and that worked its way until we got to 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 an election that many black folks saw coming. Like we've been knowing, like that should be the motto of today. Like we've been knowing. I want to visit this this phrase. We've been knowing, and we've been knowing because. Oh, drop that G off. Oh, sorry. We've been knowing. There you go. <laughs> I, sometimes my public radio voice takes over. We've been knowing, and they we've been knowing because they've been telling us the entire time, literally, not even figuratively. These people have entire Facebook pages. They made T-shirts with the date and their little slogans on it. So the fact that the three of us, regular black people who just are at home, if we've been knowing, how disingenuous do you find it that Capitol Police say they didn't know, that uh, Metropolitan Police say they didn't know, this ill-preparedness that we all witnessed on live TV yesterday, how disingenuous does that feel to you, Xavier Pope? Um, We've been knowing um, that police we we've also we heard uh, the FBI report that there was white supremacist movements that were, that were um rising up in a police force we we had a summer of protest for the death of George Floyd with a knee into his neck we've we've seen so many different hashtags we saw Breonna Taylor um get killed in her own home um minding her own business just trying to get a good night of sleep and so we saw this summer Folks peacefully protest. And 90, we saw the 97% of protests over the summer were, were peaceful, but yet people were talking about things that happened after dark and that were incited by certain groups. Um, even so much that you know, Black Lives Matter support dropped in half only in a couple, in the course of a couple of months. And there was a, a disbelief in what policing is in our country. And I'm going to be able to talk about it like this we have it's a difference between police and policing police are there to help you and to serve you and protect you white people's experience with the police is police they're there officer friendly but then there's policing where you're telling people where not to go where not to be and that is a measures of your freedom being being taken from you. And black people has a, have experienced historically policing. And the people that were in DC, they had the police. The protesters in the summer had policing. That's the difference. Corey. So okay, I grew up in Virginia. So I spent a lot of time, you know, going to and from DC. I've spent a lot of time in DC in my life. One of the things you will notice about Washington, D.C. is that there are multiple concentric rings of security, all right? You got MPD, right? That's the D.C. police. But then when you get around the federal apparatus that are part of the Capitol, you have the park police, you have the Capitol police, you have the postal police, 
you have the Secret Service, you have the U.S. Marshals, you have concentric iron rings of protection that keep the president and other members of the federal government safe. All right? To watch that disintegrate yesterday, right? To watch it just, I mean, it, it would be the equivalent of living in a double-gated building with a doorman, right? And then also having your door deadbolted and somebody still managing to break into your home, right? You have to sabotage that. That's not, that doesn't happen on accident. That's not the people's will just overcoming the Capitol Police. The Capitol Police, let me be be very clear. If you were to show up unannounced at your congressman's office to demand a redress of grievances just on a random Wednesday, the Capitol Police would arrest you. All right. If you were to be protesting outside of a committee chamber while they were having a discussion about something that involved you, the Capitol Police would arrest you. Okay. The Capitol Police, that's their job. Their job is to make sure that the United States Capitol stays wide open and that the continuity of government can, can stand. All right. At that moment yesterday, when those people stormed the Capitol, the vice president, the Speaker of the House, and the President Pro Tempore of the Senate were all in the building. That means you had the first, second, and third in line of presidential succession all in the building. And yet, somehow, the Capitol Police just failed to do their job. Somehow, the Capitol Police just caught the vapors and just disappeared, right? That, let's, let's, let's take a step back. A few years ago, there was an article that was released about by the FBI about the infiltration of white supremacist elements into law enforcement. Now, we know that white supremacy and law enforcement, are that, that's peas and carrots. They go hand in hand, right? They, but the fact of the matter is, these folks, I have no doubt, were working in some way in concert with each other to, to, to make this thing happen. There's no way that in a city as secure as Washington, D.C., not, 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 I shouldn't say as, in a city as secure as Washington, D.C., because, again, I, I, I know Washington from the 80s, and that was not secure. But when you're talking about the Capitol, when you're talking about that the Capitol Hill, Pennsylvania Avenue, that corridor, you are not going to – look, those people went out in Lafayette Square and tried to tear down a, a statue, and they were surrounded, and they were dispersed in 20 minutes. So if that can happen for a statue of Andrew Jackson in the middle of Lafayette Square, why is it that the vice president, speaker of the House, president pro tempore of the Senate can't get adequate security when they are trying to perform the basic function of the government, which is to certify a presidential election? Let's be clear. Yesterday's activity is analogous to a wedding. All right. You already got the license. You already got the certificate. All you got to do is get it signed. The vice president's job in this is basically as a as, as, as the minister, right? Do you, do you, let's get it done. The only thing that really they could do is make some noise, but they weren't going to stop what was happening. And I just, I'm, I'm still blown away by the fact that all that security just melted like hot butter on popcorn. And we are not asking the question. Now, let's be very clear. The sergeant at arms, of, of, of the House and, and, and the Senate, both, they're, they're both fired. They're both going to be gone, right? There's going to be some type of look at what happened with the Capitol Police specifically. But 
the fact that the National Guard was held up, the fact that, you know, all of the security forces that would normally be in place. Bro, if you think for a second that the Capitol Police is some punks, try to shoplift, see what happens, right? Try, try to mess around in that Capitol building and see what happens. And I, that's why I'm blown away. I was, I, was, I, was, I was watching that yesterday going, there's no way that these people should be able to move with such impunity. They opened because the gates, my brother. They opened oh, the they gates. They, yes. <laughs> they, they opened yeah. the gates. They opened the gates and they came in and treated it like a day at the amusement park. Like even how they were letting them out, they were letting them file out one by one by one. When they all, if they were black, they would have been shot and killed. Let's be really clear about this. They would have not have been able to come in and ransack and loot offices literally, and come and put the lives of U.S. Congress women and men and the employees and staff member at Jeopardy. The pol- there was a video of a police officer who was taking selfies with them. These are people that are ransacking the government, and you are taking a selfie with them. The only recording of a police officer that you would have seen if they were black would have been their death, not a selfie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and it's disgusting. It's really it, disgusting. It, but, we should but, be disgusted by this. 